Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast Fill in the Gaps. We are four experienced Cambridge certified teachers. We meet each week trying to fill in gaps related to issues in ELT with our own experiences. We are Alan, Semra, Fatma and Julia. We hope that our discussions will inspire you and help you navigate your way through different approaches in teaching. So let's get started. Hi everyone. Um, I have an interesting an interesting topic to kick us off this afternoon. So uh, recently, uh, our institution did um, feedback surveys for for students and teachers to look at. Um, you know, how was their year of online education? And one of the pieces of feedback that came back from the students, and this shocked me, this shocked the hell out of me, um, they said, we want more homework. Um, when the fact of it is that no one did any of the homework that I set. So uh, what, how do you guys feel about this? Should, should we be giving more homework? Should we be giving less homework? Should we be giving no homework? Alan, that's an incredibly interesting topic. And I would say that I had the same situation and my students asked me for homework. And uh, when I gave it to them, they didn't do it. And I was thinking, why? And then I was thinking um, that whenever we give any homework, any home task, we need to think what purpose this homework, this task might serve. Otherwise, it might be that it, it is in our plan and uh, we give it according to our plan, but uh, our maybe it uh, might not serve uh, um, students' goals and it might not uh, help them acquire or master some skills that they learned uh, in the classroom. So if you, let's say, if we talk about the um, amount of homework, I would definitely say that uh, the load that we give them should be minimized, especially these days, because they, not only our students, but all people in general are exposed to a lot of information and uh, they just can't focus. That's what I have noticed. They can't focus for a longer period of time than uh, it used to be before. And uh, I came to the conclusion that less homework, the less homework you give them, the better it is. And sometimes even no homework is not something what we need to feel ourselves guilty for. I think here the question is the quality of the homework that we give to our students. That is really important. I think in general homework is necessary because it shows our students how they can use the language, vocabulary or grammar rules uh, outside the classroom. So, for example, you talk about if second conditionals uh, and then you ask them to write about an imaginary situation. It just gives your students the idea that this structure can be used to talk about these things, right? So it is really important. And it is also, I think, for me, really important for skills development of students or, you know, find, finding their own study strategies, because you can't simply do that in the classroom, but, you know, you can give suggestions, you can give options for their homework, you know, after a class, you can read this, or you can watch this, or you can write about this. These are the options, so they can figure out which way uh, speaks to themselves. Uh, so then they can figure out how they should be studying. That's that's a great way to do that. 
I would say generally the uh, homework is fill in the blanks for multiple choice. They are left with those boring uh, activities. So they don't, I, I would understand that students don't see the value in the homework that we give them. And maybe after you talk about uh, if we should give them homework, maybe we can talk about what kind of homework we should be giving to the students. It's interesting you said that like, a lot of the homework is repetitive and like fill, fill in the blanks, fill in the gaps. Like, I think by default, many, many teachers will, will give exercises from the, maybe it's a course book and you have an accompanying workbook, for example. Um, so it is easy, you know, I think many teachers just think, oh, I need to give homework. So let me just, let me just give them some practice exercises for, for what we've done in class. And yeah, sometimes those, those workbook exercises are a little bit repetitive, but, but not all of them. Um, I've, I found some, some quite nice ones with the, uh, the speak out and the cutting edge books, whether, um, whether topics are maybe a little bit more interesting. Um, so same grammar or similar vocabulary, but in a different context. So uh, yeah, so it's it's not all bad. It's not all bad when we think about this option. To be honest, um, I would like to change the system, the whole educational system. Um, if you look at it from the point of perspective of the students, um, when are they supposed to do the homework? You know, I mean, for me, for my students, they start school at eight o'clock in the morning. They finish school at four. So they have nine hours of teaching every day. They're really exhausted. It, it takes for them one hour to go home. Everybody's uh, home at five o'clock and then they have dinner maybe. And then what, after six or seven in the evening, they're supposed to do homework yet again. I mean, I get it when students are frustrated because it's, it's a hard working day for all of us. And it's just that we do so much at school or at all the institutions. It's just so much because we have this whole um, thinking that more is more and not less is more, but like more hours and 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 um, more homework is always more. So I, f I feel sad. I feel sad for all of those students who have to be home on Saturday, on Sunday, because they need to finish homework and they cannot go out and play with students, uh, with other friends, you know. So I would rather... I would like to change the system a little bit, you know, and like um, teach with higher quality, you know, have more qualitative classes and not more classes and then more homework because sometimes I feel like it's just dumping too much of the responsibility to the student. And then parents are all overwhelmed because they have to deal with uh, their, their children's homework. And it's not just English class, you know, it's like biology, it's chemistry and every teacher gives homework. And in, in Turkey, especially, we have the culture of giving the multiple choice questions, tests. When I hear students that they have to finish, I don't know, 50 pages of tests a week, I'm like, when, when is that student supposed to do that? And is that student not entitled to have a life and outside with friends, you know? So I, I, to be honest, I would rather change the system. And I remember, um, I know that in my, in my childhood in Germany, it was a bit different than it was like, we had like the last class of school, um, we didn't have really have instructions, but it was just time for us, given to us to finish our homework in school. So I would rather change it a little bit in that way instead of just giving students more and more and overwhelming or overwhelming them. Yes, yeah, Samra, we, we have a, a, well, in my school in the UK, we had a similar, a similar system. I think, um, you know, our days were pretty packed in like middle school. Right? And I'm, ta I'm talking kind of like 13 to 16 here. But... Once we got into the, you know, the, 
the, the final years, like 17, 18, we had free periods during the day. And I used to, I used to like knock out a lot of my homework during the school day. Um, yeah, I still had homework that, that I did at, did in the evenings and, and on the weekends, but, but most of it, like, yeah, I did it, I did it in school time and it, and it worked well. And I don't know, maybe because at that stage in our education, you know, we'd reduced our subject numbers down to like two or three subjects, for example, and it was stuff that we really wanted to do. So I think maybe like there was more motivation to do homework at the same time. Well, um, that's really interesting. And it made me think of uh, one, uh, one conference that I attended two years ago, where they exposed uh, the, the attendees to the project learning and how they introduce it to their students, to the school children. And um, they didn't give any homework. They decided to, to experiment and they decided to uh, give them the project. And the project took about three months. And in this project, there were about uh, four or five students who were involved and they had uh, their role. So they were assigned uh, some particular roles over there. So they literally, they um, decided to promote independent learning. And at the same time, by the end of this experiment, they received a really good results because, first of all, all students were motivated to do their homework and they had both intrinsic and extrinsic motivation to accomplish it. And second of all, it developed kind of independent approach to learning and they were more likely to discover something not only within the English lesson, but outside of this perspective and learn something about the world itself. So it made me think of the following, that it might happen that when we deal with any kind of homework, we should probably think about making it relevant, interesting, engaging, and supposedly there shouldn't be kind of word, okay, this is your homework for the next time, or your homework for the next time will be. Yes, it is expected, and our many of our students, let's say, if not all, think that it's a necessity, it's something what, uh, uh, what will anyway happen by the end of the lesson. But what if we take it in a little bit more creative way and surprise them by just giving some particular task, explaining the rules and uh, showing them why they need it? Because in our everyday life, we deal with such kind of projects don't we? And we need to acquire this skill. So we can see that project learning and projects as, um, as part of homework or as the whole homework itself may help them acquire some transferable skills as well that are really necessary for their future. So that's something what I remember. I remembered um, and uh, how to motivate the students and it made me think then I tried it with my students of course not for three months I couldn't arrange it in this way but I tried it and it was uh, once I remember that I gave it to my teens and they were incredibly motivated and excited about that they all negotiated uh, how to accomplish it and they found this precious time to do this homework and then they were even eager to perform and to present it in front of the uh, of other peers which surprised me even they asked i didn't encourage them but they did it themselves so i would say that um 
yes, they might be bored um, with the uh, conventional homework approach, um, but probably we could we could uh, deliver it in a slightly different way and then they might be more motivated to do it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Uh, project work uh, is something that motivates students. I mean, that would motivate all of us probably because you have the end result. There is the material and then you have the end result in your class too because you can present what you have done. And you can just show your language progress too. So it is really motivating. And when we give homework, I think it is really, I mean, homework connects the class with the real world. But then again, it should relate back to the class too. So at the end of the uh, homework, there should be some sort of feedback. There should be something that will encourage them uh, to see their progress in the class. I mean, what I mean is that would um, help them in the class. So after they've done homework, they should be able to see that, oh, after this homework, I'm better in class. So probably why the, uh, I mean, I totally understand the teachers who give fill in the blanks or those sort of activities uh, at home because we don't have time. And if students have difficulty in the form or in understanding the function of structures or the meaning of words, okay, yeah, they should work at home. Uh, but at the same time, maybe doing that work won't uh, change their performance in the class. So they will eventually demotivate the students in the end. I totally agree with you. And you're making a great point about the importance of feedback of homework. Um, but I will say again, I believe that we need, to, we need to change the system because here is the problem. The syllabus is packed. It's full with stuff that you need to cover. It's like this in most institutions. And it's just that teachers um, have problems managing the time. And in the syllabus, that um, time that you need to have to reflect on the homework, it's not incorporated. You know, It's just like teach this, teach past continuous, teach past perfect, teach that. And in the syllabus, there is no hour which is divided, only totally devoted to check homework because it needs time. You cannot check homework in 10 minutes. Just uh, checking a writing assignment really takes, I mean, one hour, two hours, depending on your class size. So this is something that we need to have. And this is something that um, overall in the education system, we need to change, you know, so that the students know, okay, Tuesday, first class, Monday, first class, homework is going to be checked because this is the reason why teachers skip it in the end. I totally understand what you mean. I We don't have enough time in the class, but I just want to add this. Maybe there are students who don't uh, have trouble with the form of the structure, right? So maybe they don't need that kind of activity. Students after and after a session of input, they might need different things. So I, my suggestion is after your class, why don't we give them some alternatives, like three alternatives? Uh, you know, you can do this fill in the blanks activities about let's say past tense structure, and then you can maybe watch this video and maybe, I don't know, some comprehension questions. They should be all related. I can't really make up a uh, perfect, uh, packed, but still, and there could be a writing assignment for the creative ones or for the ones who need to develop their fluency or whatever. So we could give them choices. And at the end of the day, we can ask which one they chose and which work they chose to do. This could give them uh, other, you know, 
work that they need because I know that some good students they I mean they are already good why would they do the homework the, the about form or the simple ones you know they're already past that so I think there should be uh, options for other different students that would motivate students I think I like that idea Fatma that's, it, that's something I, that I actually use with, with my um with my private one-to-one -one students and like often I'll, I'll give them like a a mixed homework like sometimes I give them no homework sometimes I give them a little bit of homework sometimes I give them loads but if I give them loads often it's because I want them to have a choice so there might be like a if they want to focus on reading from that topic there's a reading um, there might be grammar related questions vocab related questions they can do all or none of it um, typically I, I, I don't if I'm honest, I don't spend a lot of time reviewing homework um, unless I feel there's a there's a student need for it. Like, because often I'll be supplying answer keys. But if there's um, if there's something the student really needs a bit of help with, then yeah, I'll yeah I'll spend time going over it. Um, but I I can't say I I apply that to my university classes because like as you say, there is no time, and I find this especially true in the lower classes because uh, they have to achieve an awful lot in two semesters. I don't, we, you know, it's not so painful in like the, the, the more advanced classes because they, they don't have to achieve so much. But for those lower levels, there's too much going on already. There is one more thing that might make uh, homework probably more, a more pleasant uh, activity when we deal with the mixed classrooms is to consider different levels and supposedly to give one assignment, but uh, uh, graded according to the abilities of the students. And uh, then it might be a more engaging and less frustrating activity and event in their life when they need to struggle something. Because how many times it happened to us when our students came to us and uh, told us that I didn't understand what I had to do. And then um, a poor teacher had to explain uh, the procedure, the instruction, and even sometimes do it in the classroom, which wasn't really effective enough, right? And um, that was something what um, I did try with my students as well. And I remember that they once asked why their, uh, why their tasks were different because uh, pr probably they wanted to compare the answers. You know, all students have this kind of thing. We all were in the same shoes as well. And uh, all in all, it was a really successful uh, practice. And uh, I would say that uh, homework all in all might be a more uh, enjoyable event and activity. I totally agree with you guys that sometimes when you give loads of homework, it may happen that the student can just choose what uh, and pick what is relevant, what uh, um, what is more engaging and what he can do. Uh, and uh, probably something what is more challenging, there is something what the teacher might uh, um, pull over and probably uh, do it in the class and uh, discover it in private classes let's say it might happen i think overall we all of us agree that um, there are some things that we as teachers should follow right um, we shouldn't give any kind of homework or anything that we haven't done in class before right no new instructions in order not to overwhelm the student but then at the same time we should um, try to make it as engaging for them as possible 
um, so that they will not be basically repeating what we did in class one-to-one, -one, not, not fill in the gap activities. And then we should be careful about the amount of homework that we give. I mean, it, I, I just, I really feel bad if a kid needs to work three hours for one subject on a homework, it shouldn't be real like that. I feel like you can, it's more about the quality and not the quantity. So I feel like you can learn something even in 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be hours and hours. And then we need to be careful about planning the time to give the relevant feedback, because the moment when the student realizes that there will be no feedback, the motivation to do the homework is just gone, right? Why, why do homework if nobody's going to check it or if nobody's going to say anything about it, right? Is there anything you guys would like to add? I would just like to mention the practicality for the teacher too you can give them creative homework you can give them a piece of writing as homework but if you have 25 students in the class if you're supposed to provide feedback to them eventually you will end up with no homework this is the case for me most of the times i refuse to give them homework writing homework mostly because you know uh, there is too much work and uh, I don't want to provide feedback and sometimes I, I'm not even sure if they are reading my feedback. So, I mean, maybe there is an, a better way to make it more practical for the teachers for writing homework assignments, maybe. Do you have any idea like how it could be better for the teachers? Fatma, that's a really interesting thing to discuss. And uh, I would definitely say that checklists might be a really good idea for any, um, for any writing assignment or speaking assignment. At the same time, we can encourage our students to, pro to do a peer check. Alternatively, they, they can even help each other when they have peer, um, peer assessment, let's say, and uh, peer check. They can help each other. They can learn from each other, as we, uh, as we discovered previously in our previous episodes, right, about collaborative uh, work and uh, how they work in pairs, let's say. So um, what I'm trying to say, homework is definitely something what uh, frustrates not only the students but uh, also the teachers in context of timing however it all um, depends on how we organize the process yes it's not so easy but we can use some tools we can use different options that can automize the process and uh, we can encourage our students to take part in this process as well and they will probably have faith in the whole process itself and uh, they will be more motivated to to take this part what do you think great ideas thank you julia yes that those ideas should work can i i just share one one final example with you um so i, I enrolled on an online course and it, it was actually it was about teaching teaching english online and there was a really interesting um, assessment piece that I wasn't expecting. And you had to kind of like write, write a very short lesson outline how you would uh, do a, this, a, this very specific type of reading exercise in an online platform. Um, and the idea was that you wrote your you wrote your lesson plan and you submitted it. And you're thinking, oh, OK, I wonder what the teacher or the, the course manager is going to write about my my assignment but no it didn't work like that so what happened was um it was it was all done through like peer assessment but you could only get you could only receive feedback on your assignment if you gave gave feedback on someone else's first and i thought this was genius 
So like I, you know, I gave feedback um, on some of the other assignments. I, you know, we're, we're talking like you know a couple of minutes each one. Um, but it was good because it also made me think about my assignment at the same time as I was well, looking for, for points in there. It's going, oh, you missed this, you missed this, you didn't do this. Um, I was thinking, actually, I could have done better on mine. And then I got feedback after submitting my feedback. Students, Other students were then able to feedback on my, assi my assignment. Really interesting way of doing things. Brilliant. Yes, let's try that next time we are in the class. All right, guys, we had a really fruitful discussion today and uh, hopefully you will enjoy it uh, while listening to it if you have any questions we will be really very glad to answer them and uh, if you see that you would like to have more episodes like this please leave your comments below thank you thank you everyone for joining it bye 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 And so here we are at the end of another episode of Fill in the Gap. Thanks everyone for a great conversation and thank you for listening. Feel free to get in touch via email with questions, comments or suggestions for future discussion topics. Check out the description for useful links and contact details. See you for the next episode.